Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. How to stop comparing yourself to other people. Easier said than done, right? Because it's literally everywhere, right? Like even if we took social media out of it, if you walk down the street, you're seeing somebody. And if you work out in a gym, you're seeing someone. Even the videos I give you from YouTube people, there could be some opportunity for comparison. And of course, I'm not just referring to our bodies, but you know, uh, a neighbor in the area invited Katie and I over, um, oh my God, just for a glass of wine in his backyard. And he literally went through, I kid you not, every single room in his house what he renovated about it and how much that renovation cost. Sir, we're just, we're just here to have wine. You don't need to flash your green or your dick uh, in front of us. We're okay. And we're very happy with our house. Thank you. But I'm just saying comparison is everywhere. So other than that, right, that story, I want to tell you two other ones in uh Context of when comparing myself to someone else did not work out in my favor. So there is a trainer in the online space. She is also gay. She is also a competitor, uh, has a relatively large following. And as soon as she started to gain traction, I immediately, my self-esteem was like, shit, I got, uh, I got competition. Uh, what if they like her more than they like me as a trainer? What if they like her body more than they like mine? What if they like her personality and her protocols more than they like mine? Oh my God. She's probably like absolutely crushing it. Shit. So then one day, I don't even know. I think it was just my anxiety. And this is like three years ago. Okay. I think my anxiety, it was so bad. It just compelled me to be like, Hey, I'm just super curious. How do you run your business model? How many clients do you have? Like, Jamie, wait, right? Jewel was talking about like asking questions that are a little too personal. Like asking a woman her weight, you don't ask a trainer how many clients they have. Anyway, she said 10. She said, I don't have more than 10. Okay, guys, full disclosure, I have more than 10. But I had worked myself up so much about how she was somehow my direct competition that I lost I probably like three weeks worth of sleep and my stress cortisol, right? For no reason, for no reason, because I had created her as the competition in my head. Next one, CrossFit story. Okay. So my friend and I were lifting and it was just a head to head, like barbell competition. So I I don't, I didn't know who was stronger. I assumed it was her. Okay. So she's putting weight on the bar, adding to each side. I'm trying to keep up with her. Okay. So everything she does, I match. Okay. To be at least as good. Okay. So finally she does her last lift. It's the clean. I do my last lift. It's clean. I win. And I was like, wait, what, what do you mean? We have literally the exact same weight on the bar. And then the head coach said, yeah, but she's using a women's 35 pound bar and you've been using the men's 45 pound bar. So why did I lose even though I left? Because All I was trying to do was keep up with her, but I was at least 10 pounds stronger all along. I just never challenged myself because I only saw her as my competition and not myself. So that is where I want to start 
today's training. Three basic human needs, okay? Consistency, food, shelter, job, uh, kinship, tribe, community, okay? We need to know that when we wake up in the morning, well, first of all, it, it helps when we wake up in the morning, right? That's the first consistency we, we need, that we will wake up in the morning, okay? So provided that's taken care of, your eyes are open, there's breath in your lungs, okay? That the dog will still be there, that the partner will still be there, that the house and our stuff will still be there, right? When we go to work and we come home, we expect our house to still be in one spot. And, uh, you know, we go two weeks without seeing some of our friends, busy period at work, we go on vacation, we expect our friends to still treat us as they did when we left, right? We like to know that everything has a place and, and we like our days to run in a certain way, right? If you're anything like me, you actually thrive off consistency, not just expect it. That being said, the second basic human need is inconsistency. We need surprise. We need, right? One of the reasons the quarantine drove people so crazy is that every day was Groundhog Day. There was too much consistency and not enough inconsistency in our days. As human beings, we need an element of surprise. We like a little shock and awe every once in a while, right? Last one is a sense of purpose. We need to feel significant. I've spoken to, to this point a lot before on the Sunday sermons, right? Um, fun fact, the Australian Shepherd, one of the most obedient dogs if trained properly, right? It will dig a hole. It will continually dig holes all over your yard or all over any yard for no reason and be so destructive if it is not given an instruction. If it does not have a purpose, the Australian shepherd will tear shit up. Okay. Well, same, same. <laughs> if I am not given structure, let's say with my nutrition plan, if I am not given structure in my career, if I don't know what I'm doing when I wake up every morning, how many programs I have to make, what emails I have to respond to, if my DMs were completely cluttered, okay, I would self-sabotage all of it, my diet my career, probably my relationship as well, right? Okay, that's our version of being the Australian shepherd. If we don't feel like what we're doing has purpose, then we will be self-destructive. So what's the first thing? We compare our significance to other people's significance, okay? There's a, a psychologist called Leo Festinger, Festinger. He came up with this idea. He said that we can't actually define ourselves independently. I can't be an individual in absolute terms. I have to be an individual relative to someone else. My significance only comes when compared to someone else's. We only know darkness is dark because we understand light. Okay, right? I'm a personal trainer. Am I a success? Okay. We don't know. We don't know whether I am successful unless we look at some metric. Is it my followers? Is it how many clients I have? Is it the results my clients get? Okay. If you have an eight minute mile, are you fast? Well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you're slow compared to Roger Bannister, but 
you're really fast compared to some five-year-old kid, right? Or a high schooler that's doing their, their mile lap for, for phys ed class, okay? We can only get a sense of who we are and whether what we're doing actually matters if we compare ourselves to other people. So now I'm flipping the coin a little bit. Now I'm telling you that you do kind of have to compare yourself to someone else if you want to feel significant. Comparing yourself to other people is normal to set your bar, okay? Now, there are three types of comparison. The first one is called self-evaluation, okay? How am I doing relative to someone else? Performance review at a job, okay? There is a rubric, okay, this is based on the understanding there is a standard, okay? So I can get an eight, which is good, but someone else could get a nine, which is better. And again, based on the same rubric, okay? An eight-minute mile versus a six-minute mile. It is very objective, okay? It is an objective evaluation, and we need it to help us get better. If I am an eight out of 10, that leaves room, that two points room for improvement so I can get a bonus at my job, so I can move up in my job, so I can get whatever, right? Pay raise in my job, okay? Eight minute mile versus six minute mile. If I want to run a marathon, I I have room for improvement. So self-evaluation is important because it teaches us to get better. Self-enhancement, self-esteem, okay? So this is, little bit dangerous. If I compare myself to someone, I might feel better. Okay. I might. Depends why I'm doing it. Okay. If I'm having, ah, and I hate, like, if, if I look at, uh, myself, uh, compared to someone who's just beginning their fitness journey, depending on why I'm doing that, a it's bullying, uh, B uh, I'm doing it to boost my own self-esteem. Okay. We compare ourselves to other to improve our self-esteem. This isn't good or bad though. Okay. Because as I've discussed a million times, we need a certain amount of self-esteem to feel good. We've established that already. Right. And if we need to say, well, at least I'm not that person, then that's your prerogative. All right. I can't tell you, right. Have you ever, oh my God, I feel like so shitty, but I'm sh- Okay, I'm human too. Have you ever walked by a homeless person? And rather than judging them, you were just like, oh my God, I'm so fucking grateful for everything I have, right? Granted, we've worked hard. Granted, we've paid our dues and we have no clue what got them to be there. But like, oh my God, I'm so grateful that I have a house, that I have food, that I have shelter, that I have three dogs, right? That's that's self-enhancement, self-esteem. So Again, we're not doing it to bullying anyone and we're not doing to necessarily put them down to pick ourselves up. But this is another one where does it put you at a slight advantage in terms of your self-esteem? And then the last one is self-verification. So this is when you already know how the outcome turns out. Okay. So, um, Oh my gosh. Uh, If you compare your income to someone who literally just started on the totem pole at your, at the same job you are, they are a junior partner, junior associate, whatever you mail room. I don't even know if those still exist. Okay. You already know you're better, right? (laughs) 
just by virtue of the fact that you've been at the job longer, by virtue of the fact that you have the word like director, manager, senior or something in front of your, right? You already know you're better, okay? Everyone in this room has been at their fitness journey at least three months longer than someone who's starting today, okay? You're just verifying that you are ahead. So again, it's done to boost self-esteem, but you already know the outcome. So think of this as like confirmation bias, all right? So this is an easy way to boost self-esteem. The previous one is kind of a relatively harder one. Now, how to stop when it becomes a problem, okay? So let's say if you're at the start of your fitness journey, right, and you're picking weekend people who only work out on the weekend or people who are just beginning or someone, if you're, if you've been training for six months, okay, but someone's been running a marathon and that's what they've been training for, you're probably stronger than they are, right? But you can't compare yourself to them. Subsequently, if there is someone who gets paid like a million followers on Instagram or TikTok, or it's Jillian Michaels and she's been making workout DVDs her entire life, okay? Neither of those are helpful. We have to find someone who's at or just slightly ahead of where you are. Now, again, I keep using the fitness analogy, but this can apply to uh, how much money you make. This can apply to where you are in your career in general. This can apply to the type of human being you want to be, right? We've got freaking Mother Teresa on one end of the spectrum, and I don't even know who... I can't keep up with whoever the most hated man in the world is right now, but like, right. Someone who's like, ah, man, I just wish I had their qualities or their virtues. Okay. So first of all, we process our feelings. Why are you comparing? Are you doing it for self-evaluation? Are you doing it for self-esteem? Are you doing it for self-verification? Right. What is, what are you trying to get out of it? Do you just want to feel better about yourself or do you want to become a better person? Okay. Do not tear them down in your head. Remember, I had that thing with the other trainer. She's maybe she's better than me. I don't even know. And then maybe I start saying nasty things about her in my head. She had 10 clients all along. Okay, remember that she's human. She is another human being with her struggles and her whatever being an entrepreneur. And and she probably has her relationship and her anxiety, right? So why would I ever create a villain in my head? when she's just like me, right? So you got to know that you're doing it. You got to figure out why you're doing it. You have to stop, right? Again, going back to the homeless, right? I remember I used to think all homeless people when I was like a teenager, because this is what my parents said, all homeless people were addicts, right? Oh, no, no, no. Don't give them money. They're just trying to spend it on drugs and alcohol. Okay. But now I realize that so many homeless people are actually veterans uh, whom the VA messed with. And they just can't get their disability pay or they can't get the the mental health, psychiatric help they need. I appreciate that so much more being 35, right? Perspective. Your comparison is human. So going forward, it's not just about stopping, right? Because we don't don't talk about just um, stopping a bad habit. We talk about how to swap out a bad habit for something more constructive. So Questions to ask yourself to be more constructive. How did you choose the people you're comparing yourself to? 
right? Did you choose that fitness influencer because they showed up on your discover page? But again, they're like nowhere near even where you maybe want to be because they're just too lean or too bubbly or whatever. How can you choose more fitting people or groups of people to compare yourself to going forward? How can we find that person who's just slightly ahead of where you are? Where, where do those people exist? Are you trying to confirm something about yourself or understand something about yourself? Remember, very different. There's a self-verification, right? Where are you? And then there's a self-evaluation. Where are you relative to someone else? So how can you get better? And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.